Welcome to the 9642 Podcast. This is your host, Mr. Number 9. And this is The Fool. Your 96 best place to listen to... For 10 years. Yes. Yes. Um, for our 10th season of our mostly up-to-date... And unqualified. And unrequested. Ramblings of the various issues in the world of sport. Or something like that. Hello everyone, and if you have all been on our Discord and seeing what we've been all excited about for the last two or three months, Hidden Cup is back! Woo! Yeah! Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's great. After four fly. year hiatus, as yeah. everybody's heart was broken as uh, T90 went to Facebook Gaming, he's come and- back home. The prodigal son. He made his money. He's okay. I'm sure sure he got well paid for that and he deserved it. So it was fun. Ah, yeah. I have no... uh, I have no issues with him earning his... uh, Making his hard-earned and well-deserved money, as you have said. Yeah. Um, But, you know, the sun is back. We're getting in cut five, so... I say, finally, finally. All is forgiven. Yeah. Yeah, it's always and exciting hitting cup. It's just one of those ones that just seems to to bring the excitement, right? Arguably, now the given all the dramas happening with StarCraft Two, with Facebook gaming, and all everything else, it's the best esport tournament. Question yeah. mark? Not really? Question mark? It is <laughs> definitely for a year in RTS time. Type of game, yeah. I don't think there's much think, to go against it. Yeah, okay, let's be fair. Age community is better than every other online gaming community. Oh, 100%. I think, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, easy, easy. That's an easy win. Yes, and like the and the best of the community kind of is on display during Hidden Cup. Yeah. It's, yeah, the best time for being in the community for, for Age of Empires 2. It's just really great. To say it's something about T90's channel as well, it just brings out even more of the best. It's yeah. just a lot of fun. And agreed. Yeah. And he's really good cast yeah. over it as well, so that really helps. Like, not that I don't enjoy yeah. a few other casters, but I always come back to T90. There's there's a few guest commentators that haven't been announced mm. yet, but I'm pretty sure Dave will be back. Yeah. And they've had a few ex-players come in, and it's great because eliminated players from earlier rounds helped him play the maps and test them out. Yeah, and yeah. Microsoft and the map makers, the game developers, have they've given him so much support as well. Yeah. For this tournament, we got, we got a T90 patch for it because of it, so that's great. Yeah. That's how much support they get from the developers and then the, the, uh, we don't even need to get into the community because obviously everybody's uh, everybody's thrilled we've all pretty much the worst thing about facebook gaming was that it meant no hidden cup right yeah yeah wow i mean he probably could have done hidden cup there i think the the worry was just that enough of the community sort of didn't really come across to facebook gaming 
so yeah. it would have been lower numbers. So, so I don't think he's really ever um, given reasons why he didn't run hitting cup whilst he was on Facebook. So. Yeah, I mean, has any YouTuber not regretted going to uh, Microsoft, uh, going to Facebook gaming, other than, like, you know, they're all well compensated for it? Yeah, I mean, that's the only benefit, isn't it? Yeah. They get paid a ton of money to go there. But then, yeah, the platform. Uh, but there's a few that, you know, they were kind of excited by the project and they wanted to see if, you know, it could be something new that they could be a part of, like Toast. Yeah, exactly. And and like, okay, Toast's community obviously is, you know, Toast is fine. He's still the biggest Twitch streamer on the planet. Yeah. But, you know, there's not everybody could have survived the way he did. No, no. But you're right. So there was, I think a lot of them were hoping that it was going to be something useful because Twitch has its own problems. And Which has I, a lot of problems. Yeah, and from what I understand from from casters, like it's a lot, a lot of problems for casters, like ridiculously so. So I think there was a lot of yeah. hope from casters that Facebook gaming would would help that, or at least provide an alternative. So therefore, there was some competition, but it appears that just didn't. Some start. competition didn't really that wasn't Google claiming that they're not competition, were, but totally were. <laughs> Because, you know, you, YouTube and Twitch are not really in competition. No. Like, even YouTube Live, just because yeah. it's such a... They're so intertwined and, like, um, symbiotic yeah. with each other. Yeah. So Whereas... Yeah, because even T90 yeah. was saying in one of the um, streams leading up to the Cup, yeah, I think one of the show matches, um, that he's able to, to cast to YouTube Live and Twitch at the same time. Like, they don't, neither of them complain about casting to either. He can't just... The only thing he can't do, apparently, is um, display the separate chats, the different chats in both. So he can't combine YouTube chat and Twitch chat. He has to have them separate and display them separate. So only when you're watching on Twitch, you only see the Twitch chat. And if you're watching on YouTube Live, you can only see the YouTube chat which makes sense which makes sense yeah but yeah otherwise because they don't really care have, yeah like both communities have different standards for chat yeah. a youtube chat is nothing like a twitch chat no. like we can agree with that like if you anybody who's watched a live stream on youtube versus a live stream on twitch yeah 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 it's a different thing completely different thing. yeah yes and they the community stand like Twitch wouldn't be what it is if it didn't have the community like the the relatively less uh, uh, regimented or uh, uh, you know the more free uh, chat that it has now. But yeah, it yeah. wouldn't fly on YouTube, and it makes sense why it doesn't fly on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's, it's... Basically, your mom's on YouTube. That's why you can't swear on YouTube. <laughs> Without getting demonetized. Like, am I wrong? You're not wrong. You're right. <laughs> that is the reason. And YouTube doesn't want your mom to see swears, and neither should you. No, exactly. Young man. Exactly. Saying those sort of words around your mom. Oh my. Yeah, no. So disrespectful. 
<laughs> but on to the tournament. The format we love is back. We have the map pool has been revealed. We shall get to that. But we'll go through our um, actually. Well, let's go to the map pool first because we're okay. we've got a few players to review, and you know we're going to give everybody their time in the sun. First up in our map the tournament. Let's just for everybody's. Uh, knowledge it will start on the 25th of february so yeah. this monday if you're in new zealand and obviously sunday if you're in the united states yeah and it will finish on the 3rd of march yeah. which is on sunday the week after so it's a good uh to uh, week-long tournament mm -mm. Mm, yeah good. of like a good four or five hours of age of empires to watch yeah and I yeah. understand There's it will no be. Much work getting done. Yeah, and the the first round will be two games a day, or two sets a day, yeah. say. Um, so two brackets a day, and then quarterfinals. That's over two days as well, and then semifinals one day, and final third place. And the finals best of nine, the rest of the best of seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's about right. Which is good. Um, and I guess. Just Tell people just in case people don't know, Hidden Cup, the, all the competitors are, are hidden. They don't don't know their names. They get a, a, a pseudonym, and it's a random random uh, bracket as well. So it's quite possible yes. that two of the top players could be playing each other in round one and knock each other out, or one of them knock each other yeah. out. So. It would be extremely disappointing if the Viper and Hero uh, played each other in the first round. Yeah, it'd be very uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> but we know that rounds. it's a random draw. We saw Kristen do it on live stream, yeah. so we know that it's random. It's very random. Um, so it is possible, yeah, that here and Viper play, play first round. It, it could happen. But you wouldn't know until the end. So the other fun thing, of course, is trying to guess everyone. And I did see on the live stream from T90 that he said last, at, in Hidden Cup 4, because the players after each round get to, the losers get to guess who they were playing and basically the players yeah. were wrong the most like they were just so not right it was basically everybody lost when oh, i was playing fiverr or i was playing here and they were like you're wrong 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 yeah. except for the random ones that were right <laughs> well doubt always thinks he beat viper in the yeah. first round yeah yeah or, or like he's only ever lost to viper like that's always his like uh his a uh, uh, that's what he generally thinks yeah yeah is happening um now looking at our map pool mm -hmm. we have the always the standard map the map that we all know we all try to get good at and none of us play online if we're not above a certain elo arabia arabia yeah <laughs> um it's the standard play. It'll generally be the first map pick. Yeah. Obviously, nobody will be allowed to um, uh, to ban it. Um, I don't think, um, I think it'll almost. Actually, no. You're not allowed to ban maps. You're only allowed to ban civilizations. Yeah, I think in previous years, Arabia had always been the first, um, the first game. The first game was in Arabia, it's and then then the loser would. Play, yeah, the loser decides the next map, and I think yeah. that is still the format. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you so have Arabia a map. Will... You pick your own maps, and then you 
go to one of you. Yeah. So Arabia will be the uh, will be there, obviously. Next up, we have Bay, or more yeah. popularly known as Pants. <laughs> this map has a uh, little lake in the middle uh, at the bottom when the two civilizations will start uh, on either side of each other. Um, there yeah. are many opportunities to wall in this map and also to fishing and there is a hill at the top of the map which is a um, which is full of resources which people will probably fight over at the end of the game uh, gold and stone will be up there a lot so that's uh, that is a great hybrid map the water is important but it becomes less important as the game progresses but it's still yeah. there it's something you need to keep an eye on because people will be able to sneak in villagers and all that fun stuff and I remember there's plenty of fish in there as well so early game you want to get yeah. that control so that get all that that sweet sweet food absolutely um Next up, we have the um, bypass. This map has uh, is like only been recently created. It's become mm. a bit of a tournament favorite. Um, so it's similar to Hideout, except there is a pathway in the middle with a gate, um, yeah. Palisade Gate, uh, with a relic in there um, where the um, the two sides can fight over, or they can decide to wall. Um, you're not allowed to build on that. Uh, in that middle part, apart from right next one tile next to the gate, yeah. so it's definitely a very uh, defendable map. Um, it's the only closed map in this um, uh, uh, in this tournament. Um, it has. It's basically they they didn't want to have arena, and so they had this. And hideout has problems as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this so, is a, I think, seems a good balanced um, option. Yeah. Really, as you say, to, away from the super closed of arena or even hideout. So that it gives it's a little bit closed, but you know, you're not going to have 10 hour long matches or anything something like that. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Cross. Um, and that, uh, this one was there in Hidden Cup 2020. The there are four lakes in each corner, and the each player has two lakes close by to them. This is a map where if you make a decision early on whether you go for one, two, three, maybe four lakes to try and. Uh, push in your opponent or maybe while you're going for the lakes uh, your opponent takes the middle and destroys you with superior map control yeah, there's yeah. a lot of strategy in this game uh, uh, I imagine this game this one will be really popular um, with the players uh, yeah. uh, it gives you a chance the water is important you will be building boats but also which lake do you want to commit your naval resources? It's a, uh, it's one of those uh, strategic maps where you, you really need to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Saying the resources are, are reasonably well based around this one as well, so it 
tends to get yeah. some really good battles going. Uh, I think some of the more exciting, yeah. exciting matchups tend to to, to use cross slash all eights. They yeah. really seems to to bring out the best in players. Yeah, yeah, and because it has both the water and the uh, and the um, land aspect, it means it gives you gives makes a lot of civs viable on these maps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The next up, we have Cup, a super interesting map, one where it is quite defensible, but you do need to get onto the water. Um, water control is not a uh, op is not a um, nice to have here. I think you need it, yeah. and the map is designed as such where you will want to battle over the resources in the in the top island at the top of the cup and also you'll be fighting over the uh, bridge but also do you you are uh, well you know the two diff the two lakes are not connected to each other so you have to decide how you want to split up your navy yeah exactly and looking forward to seeing some very very cool um, strategies on this map. Yeah, it's another one. This one, like Bay or Old Pants, is also great because these are sort of original hidden cup maps as well. Yeah. When he exactly. started getting getting um, special maps made, so it makes it quite fun. So as I understand it, it's like the same ones that tweaked over time as they work on the balance. So it'll be awesome seeing them that. Yeah. I think the qualifiers had some rather fun. Um, Oh no, they didn't use it. No, that's right, they didn't use it for the qualifiers. Only no, they didn't. The um, there was less map, less of a map pool in the qualifiers. There's yeah, yeah. more options in the this main is, tournament. Yes, this is one of the ones that was out. Also, a lot of these maps had not yet been tested, like Evacuation, which is yeah. the next map. Yeah. Players will be starting off in the middle where there's not many trees and it's hilly and there's not as much space. It's defensible, but at some point you will need to evacuate to the mainland. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of resources in the water as well, um, but you can decide to forego water and just take map control in the beginning, how early you want to move. Um, I already see this as like a Cumans win map. <laughs> Just because in the feudal age, that's what I would do. Go and build another town center in yeah. the mainland. Exactly. And, and start start booming early. Uh, use your superior eco to beat. But I'm sure all the other players have been thinking that way as well. There's yeah. so many opportunities to raid on the sea. If you take water control early, can you prevent people from landing onto the mainland? There's yeah. many, many viable strategies, so it's uh, definitely going to be interesting. And it's a map we haven't seen before, so there is no meta for this yeah. map. Exactly, that's going to be the interesting thing as these players sort of practice over this this week before the end, you know, the week when they get the players. Yeah. So be interesting to see how these pros sort of um, take to this sort of map. As you say, it's a very interesting one. So Yeah. As you say, very Next. new. Very new. Next up, we have the always popular Gold Rush. Yeah. Now, 
if you haven't played Age of Empires since 1998, this Gold Rush map will look a bit different to you. <laughs> They've changed the format a little bit. There are now hills in the middle which you want to control, and yeah. map control is designed around getting the high ground. Um, there's still a buckload of gold in the middle as well. Yeah, yeah. So controlling the middle does give you, does get you control of the game. I think this is an excellent map. Uh, we everybody knows the uh, the meta. It's pushing out, controlling the middle, and then trying to. Or and if you're losing in the middle, you start raiding around the flanks. Yeah, yeah. The, and then uh, it's basically a. Uh, you'll see this game. This is the map where the lead changes often and tempo switches between players, um, especially if they're evenly matched. Yeah. Um, so, I cannot. Um, I can't wait to see. I'm pretty sure there will almost every matchup will have a gold rush game because everybody thinks they're good at gold rush. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. Next up, we have um, Hidden Forts. I believe this is another map created for this tournament. Um, there is a tree line with some resources in the middle. Very easily to very easily to defend, uh, easy to defend yourself, and uh, or you can decide to um, go around and start attacking. Um, this is the closest we have to a very defensive map. Yeah. Like, the yeah. games will last a long time, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, look to see a few uh, Onager sibs here. Power through to get that gold. The uh, This map reads defensive, but I feel like everybody's going to play very attacking yeah. on it. I think this is the one, if I remember correctly, you cut the tiles next to the wood line uh, you can't build on so if you chop through yeah. you then can't wall wall behind yeah. but yeah, I did that's see right. a really good game uh, which I think was the show match one the Hidden Cup which was Daniel versus Magulagu and it was a crazy game that included a, a Samish revolution if I remember correctly um, I think nice. this one so there was a big backwards and forwards and everything that was yeah one of those crazy, crazy games, but yeah, it's a semi-close. This one, the the players can close it fairly well, or they can play it open. But if you're playing, you if you want the center resources, you have to play open. And if you play close, you pretty much can't get the center resources. So um, it makes an interesting strategy there. Where and also you're losing map control because you're giving up the center. Excuse me. Well, you can get around the sides, but yeah, you, you give up all of the center to the other player if you if you try to play it closed um, yeah yeah so it's a lot of you say that is a lot of map for a lot of resources to be giving up early on um, but the benefit is being a closed map being closed and being able to be on the fences so yeah next uh, after that we have another um hidden cup gem at the high tides um another super interesting map where you've got resources at the bottom which you have to cross the water for you have water resources at the top including an island with a lot of gold 
and relics, and then you've got a reasonably open map, Arabia style. Yeah. And this is another one where they've, they've tweaked, so that resources at the bottom, they've changed that a bit as well, so there's some food resources down there. Um, with, yeah. Um, I think some some deer and something else is down there. I think there might be some some rhinos or some boars or something. So that, yeah, um, yeah. Add extra, extra resources down there. So apparently during uh, at least one of the um, show matches, the the map was bugged. It didn't have it had the old uh, Hidden Cup Four version, not Hidden Cup Three. Yeah. Well, if the bug has been fixed, uh, so oh, no, we'll was, get to see yeah. it in its proper form, hopefully, uh, in the tournament. And we're looking forward to seeing if anybody's going to go for that early food in the bottom. It's definitely worth it for some of the sieves to yeah. do that. And next up, we have Islands. One one of the old ones, uh, a, an oldie and a goodie. Um, yeah. This is a map that often uh, gets hated on by fans, but I love it. I think yeah. the fact that you've got two relics on each side and another relic in the middle, and there's the uh, the uh, sneaky villager shenanigans. There's just everything in this map. Yeah, exactly. I like it just because it's it's a good foil to Arabia, right? They're the two sort of really yeah. standard old ones and it just is a completely different playstyle to Arabia so it's sort of a good foil to that and you do find that I think a little bit if you have players that may be a little bit more specialist in Arabia yeah. and then others that are you know, more of the water maps so they're specialist at islands so I think it's yeah it's always a fun thing you say you get interesting things sneaky villager drops you know T90 building archery ranges on neutral islands, these sort of things, always fun. Absolutely. And next up we have a mud flow, a, uh, a map that uh, has a lot of fans, like the new terrain introduced uh, in the later expansions, which includes the um, is it swamp terrain? They call it or mangrove? Oh, oh, mangrove. I think yeah. Yeah, mangroves. So the middle is both walkable and shippable. So demos yeah. will be going out. Your town center is also surrounded by um, uh, mangroves. So there will be um, opportunities to do fish farming if you want. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Depending on certain sieves. So you could decide to use wood instead of food to gather resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so this map is uh, is going to be really, really interesting. There's plenty of wood in the middle as well, and this is a map where you could see wood run out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I think... Uh, I think uh, this is a map that everybody seems to think the Malay are going to dominate, um, but I think sneakily the Spanish oh, yeah. um, controlling the map with their uh, very, very accurate and uh, fast-firing cannon galleons. Yeah, yeah. Once you get a mass of them, they kind of become a force of nature. Yeah, and exactly. also get a mass of conquistadors, they become a force. I think the Spanish are a bit OP. <laughs> Hey, this sort of thing, yeah. I can remember 
I can't remember a great Spanish victory in Hidden Cup 4 on this, but I do remember some good good yeah. battles um, from Hidden Cup 4 on my flow, just because of that. You say ships versus land, everybody going at yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, 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 ship it brings it the into the game. And the next map we have is Pokeball or Quarry. Yeah. Where it's slightly defensible. There is a hill in the middle with resources which you can block off if you wish. And there's the tree lines in the bottom. There's plenty of wood. This is a map where resources will last and you can get defensive. Yeah. Um, but really, like. Everybody, this is map control, map control, map control. Control the center, build yeah. your walls, defend properly, you win this map. There's a strategy here. Um, but, you know, your opponent also knows that strategy. So, sneaky raids, little sneaky <laughs> auditors around the wood line, go around and get through your back. Yeah, yeah. You'll see it all, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. By the way, if you see a player do that, that guy is Viper. <laughs> Just letting you know. Viper confirmed. <laughs> Viper confirmed, indeed. <laughs> the most said line in um, chat during any hitting cup. Viper confirmed, or as soon as somebody starts making farms, it's like doubt confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> now, next up, we have slopes. It's an open valley, very, very. Um, uh, resources at the top uh, with thin strips uh, where you can't build on lots of forest this is an open map where having control of the high ground is really really paramount mm. um, I think it, usually there are places for you to be able to defend around tree lines and you'll want but you'll want to move towards the top wood to try and defend yourself a bit more yeah there's also some good food resources up there, generally, some hunt. Yeah, yeah. And and so, players will start fighting for it early. I think this is a great map if you want to play on an open map and generally raid a lot. Uh, yeah. The power of... this is a map that shows the power of raiding. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's it was awesome in Hidden Cup 4 to see how the players use this map. Um, I expect no different this time. Yeah, exactly. I think this is one of those ones also where you get some some really great games. You say power of raiding. If someone can raid well, then they will dominate on this map. Um, but yeah, plenty of resources around and plenty of places to, to, to reboob as well, so that um, makes for comebacks. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, let's we go to our participants. Mm -hmm. Or should we talk about our um, actual um, people that are going to play, the actual players? Uh, the players, not the identities. Uh, not the identities, the actual... Sorry, the identities. Should we go through the identities okay. first? Yes, yes, let's go through the identities. The first heroes. up, we have Vasco da Gama, the great Portuguese explorer who first sailed around the Cape of Good Hope. 
um, and found the sea route to India uh, for Europe, first European to find the sea route to India. And we have Pach uh, Patrick Suti, the last Incan emperor before Pablo Pizarro showed up, the peak of the Incan empire. Yeah. We have a colonizer and a country that got colonized. It's a classic matchup. Classic matchup, yes. Um, next up, we have Sumanguru from the Mali Empire. Yeah. He founded uh the uh, founded the empire after conquering um several kingdoms in modern day west africa yeah and he is coming up against jean Baru, who's french so you know there's history there <laughs> everybody has history with the french um he's the guy who basically invented uh french artillery tactics so very very uh important figure um i believe he's a bombard cannon on his unit yes no that's what they were saying in the stream when they were talking about it yeah next up we have jadwiga also known as hedwig the <laughs> first woman to be crowned as king of poland because yeah. you're still a king yeah um um, uh, classic badass female leader, like, and also she was, she's the Civ, uh, the Civ 6 leader, so I assume the, uh, that she's one of the greats of, um, Polish history. Then we have Otto the First, the, uh, uh, Holy Roman Emperor and, uh, ruler of Saxony. Yeah. Um, enough said then with Germany versus Poland classic matchup once classic. again okay. and then one we three. have Pope one Gregory the seventh yeah known by some as the battle Pope yeah yes one of the people who uh, who founded the who made the papal states go up uh, uh, go up in territory and influence in Italy yeah. going up against Kajamada the uh, prime minister of the Majapahit Empire during their peak at that time they were all basically modern-day Indonesia plus Malaysia and the Philippines all right, yeah. and some territory in Thailand all right. um, so yeah that's good <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so Indonesia versus the Pope. Don't know much about why that's happening. Next one, we actually have a historic uh, fight. We have Stephen of England, who is actually a contemporary of the uh, of Selim the Grim, yeah. the Turkish uh, Sultan. The uh, this is a guy that T90 is backing to yes. win the tournament. He's all in on Salim the Grim. Salim the Grim. Next up, we have the fan favorite, Alfred the Alpaca. Woo. Obviously, the guy who's going to win. Yeah. There's no uh, question whatsoever. Um, also, because Alfred the Alpaca is OP. We all know this. Yeah, exactly. Just, just and can't lose. Can't lose, and he's going up against 
Jean Zitka, another uh, uh, general from Czech Republic, um, nicknamed the One-Eyed, and he seems pretty cool, but we all know you're not going to beat the alpaca. Yeah, okay. Uh, and our next uh, uh, next identity is Alexios Komnios, the man who is PK2 players and Total War Medieval players will be no strangers to him. Yeah. He is also the hero or protagonist of the Alexiad. Yes. Um, uh, talking about his uh, rivalry with the Sultanate of Rum, um, which is in Turkey. And he um the uh and he is up against uh robert guiscard who is also his contemporary uh who uh found helped found the empire in sicily and did a slight bit of raiding in the byzantine empire you know just a little bit just a little bit ever so slightly just a bit here and there, a tiny morsel here, a bit of a bit of Sicily over there, a bit yeah. of Sardinia over here. Yeah, as you do. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um. So those are our players. I mean, you and I are going for Alfred. I'm sure. I uh, can't go past Alfred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And perhaps for the top half, I'd probably go with um. Yeah, do we go? Because you know, kick ass, kick ass king of girl power. Girl power. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, she's the only girl boss. Yeah, exactly. In our uh, brackets. And oh, we forgot. Also, there was uh, we missed Khosrau, oh, yes. who was the emperor of Persia when he uh, came up against. Uh, uh, just before the uh, Rashidun Caliphate was to conquer uh, Persia, right. and Emperor Sigismund, who was uh, king of Germany, king of Bohemia, and the Holy Roman Empire, I think we call that the trifecta. Yeah. You know, Germany versus Persia. Not. Uh, it's not that classic a matchup, but no doubt it'll be interesting. That will be very interesting. Uh, Next, we are going to our players. Now, there were seven players who were invited yeah. into this tournament. They are in alphabetical order. A, CCM, yeah. Doubt, Kira, Jordan, Leary, Mr. Yo, and the Viper. And Jordan has been playing Age of Empires for so long that he actually has underscore AOE in his name. That's yeah. how old his username <laughs> is. It wasn't taken away from... Neither to be clear. Yeah. Now, yes, we'll go in the alphabetical order. ACCM hails from Vietnam. Yeah. He uh, 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 like he is was one of the invited players. Um, another player from Vietnam uh, couldn't make it. Uh, backed. He had to decline his position. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not exactly sure why, but, you know, he's... Um, a family man with kids, so maybe he was just too busy. Makes sense, as someone who's in a similar position to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He is, uh, he is uh, like, a favorite amongst the player community. He uh, usually brings his uh, wife and kids to, like, you know, uh, to 
um, conventions and tournaments when they're like face-to-face tournaments. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, Miss. Uh, speaking of ACCM, his last hidden cup. Uh, and uh, he was defeated by Jordan, who was, who eventually made it to the finals. Yeah. So he lost one to uh, uh, he lost one to three. Basically, finished in the second to last, second or third to last. Here, so this he is a very good player with a very good record in this uh, tournament. Um, next up, we have the creator of the Age of Empires expanded universe and um, <laughs> our Lord and Savior, Doubt. Yes, all hail Doubt. All hail, all hail. The man who played Age of Empires before the game even came out <laughs> and told everybody it was going to be good. And then also, like, saved everyone yes. by giving them Age of Empires. Exactly. Um, Doubt is a long-time number one player. Look, it would be amazing if Doubt won Hidden Cup. Um, that would be super amazing. Yes, but he's not been that level of player. He's still way better. He's still one of the top 10 players in the world. He's incredibly yeah. good. And yeah. of course he can win, but it would be a surprise, shall we say. Not a shock, a surprise. No. I mean, he'll, he'll do well. Um, I would imagine, yeah. you know, with the proviso that the first round was completely random, who knows? You'd expect him to get through a round or, or two, maybe to the... Um, yeah. To, to, to the through the quarterfinals, maybe even to the semi-finals. Um, assuming I mean, if he had a, a reasonable matchup, um, if luck was on his side for the the matchups, you know. Yeah. We'll see. I believe in the last hidden cup he lost in the first round. I yeah. want to say. I'm pretty sure he um, did. Yeah, uh, but he came up against someone like Jordan or Hera, from what I remember, so, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Um, uh, recently, he's not been bad. He took Viper to a Game 7 in uh, the Neely's Apartment Cup. No, in, in him Cup 4, he beat Philanese in the first round, then lost to Mr. Yo in the second, in the quarters. Uh, Mr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Yo, once again, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's Mr. Freaking Yo. Mr. Freaking Yo. Exactly, it's not really much you can yeah. do there. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the um, defending champion and number one seed mm. representing Gamer Legion, Hera, yeah. who uh, basically, it, okay, it was a shock that he won, but he defeated Viper on his way to the finals. So it wasn't like uh, uh, Viper coming third, that's his lowest ever placing in the yeah, tournament. Yeah. No, but watching he, that semi-final, it was amazing, and then later, it was an incredible match, uh, show match. The show match of the tournament, obviously, the two best players played up again. At least it was in the semis, it wasn't in the first round. 
I think yeah. absolutely worthy champion. I mean, he has the highest ELO for any ever player, and you know, he's a regular noob adopter, all round good guy. So there's a reason why he's the favorite. Yeah. Okay. And next up, we have. Uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan AOE. Now this guy, that we were in tears when he made the finals. He qualified so we put all his effort in. He retired from Age of Empires for almost a decade. He used to be the best in the world. Yeah. And he met Viper in real life, got motivated to come back into the game and convinced Viper to move to Germany. And yeah. Then so much has happened, and then he worked, he grinded his way back to the top and made it to the finals all the way in the Hidden Cup. Now, he was the sentimental favorite to win, but you know, you lost to Hera, no shame in that. And he beat Mr. Yo on his way to yeah. the final. It's, yeah, I think. it's quite amazing, really, that that run. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. Just amazing watching that, and then then watching it back, knowing who it was, just be like, yeah, Jordan at at, at full flight is always nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Then after that, we have uh, Leary, the Austrian maniac, or representing aftermath. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this guy is known for his incredible micro and quick skills. He it was used to be a joke that Leary is eight years old, um, <laughs> because he was at, for a long time the youngest player in the age of uh, in the professional age of Empire's community. Yeah. He he came up against Hira in the second round. Once again, not much you can do when that happens. Exactly. Uh, so he lo and he lost to him. It's uh, he had an, uh, uh, he had a really good tournament. Um, I would not be surprised, to, depending on how the draw falls out, to see him go all the way to the final or the semi-final. Yeah, He's exactly. that level of player. He's as good as any player on this list. On exactly. his day, can be as good as Viper or Hera, even when Hera and Viper are playing well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, this, next up, we have Mr. Yo, I yeah. think, should be the third seed of the tournament. But yeah, probably. I don't see... Yeah, third seed, I would say, definitely. You should be saying this because he gets very unlucky with, with draws. You'd think he'd definitely yeah. make it through the semis. And he's a defending world champion, leading China to the Nations Cup in oh, 2023. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he came second in the Neely uh, in Neely's Apartment Cup. Yeah. For uh, and he lost to Hera, so yeah. Mm, once again, can't really uh, argue with that. This guy is an absolute pro. Plays in every every big tournament. He's one of the best players going around. He was one of the favorites for Hidden Cup 4. Um, and he, I, you know, he he was upset by Jordan. Like this, That was one of the games of the round. He, yeah, yeah. Jordan beat him 4-1. Uh, 
incredible performance uh, uh, from Jordan then. Yeah. Uh, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the Viper. The Viper. The fan, the people's champion, is that fair to say? I think just about every um, tournament he, he enters, yes, he's the, the people's champion. It's just straight up, everybody expects, just wants him to win. Yes. Um, he's, um, uh, he's been uh, playing, um, he's not been playing too many uh, tournaments uh, in the Age of Empires 2, but you know, he makes up for that by playing a lot of uh, Age of Mythology and Age of Empires 4, so you know. Yeah, yeah. This guy is a machine, and he plays a bit of StarCraft too. Just you know, oh, really? well, just casually, yeah. just casually. <laughs> but this guy, like, he came third in the last hidden cup. Obviously, as we were saying, played the match of the tournament when yeah. it. Um, he's been in iffy form. Hera swept him in the Nilly's apartment cup. Right, yeah. And lost five nil. Um, yeah, but I suppose so it is Hera, so you know. It's Hera, Hera and also, he, he's a favorite for a reason. Um, yeah. That's the sort of form of Hera's in. Like, in my head, I think Hera is head and shoulders above everyone else. Like how Viper was coming into every age of, uh, every Hidden Cup tournament before Hidden Cup 4. Yeah, yeah. Um, before Viper did his three-peat. Hero was head and shoulders above everybody else. And then the next tier, you have the Viper, Mr. Yo, and the, and then you have players like Leary, ACCM, Jordan, and Doubt. Yeah, yeah. that be fair? I think and that's very fair. And the MBL. Yeah. MBL, L, yeah. Say out of the qualifiers, we haven't gone through yet, but yeah, MBL's in there. Yeah. It's probably... Probably the best out of those, though you do have Vincesto and Tato, and, and Bales obviously, they're all very good players. Very good players. Um, so, like, the qualifying tournament was huge, I managed yeah. to catch a lot of good games. Um, we Let's go through alphabetical order, Bales, absolute uh, veteran of this tournament, uh, regularly uh, manages to make it to the... Um, to to qualify, um, yeah. he unfortunately lost in the first round, but he came up against ACCM. Look, there is no shame in even losing the first round in this no. tournament. You're gonna come up against someone really, really, really good. Yeah, exactly. And it could be be anyone. And say it just the other fun thing about this, the first round is that this is the first time, like, at least in the the quarterfinals, you can go and watch. The, yeah. You know, you can do a bit of research on that particular player and be like trying to work it out. But here, yeah, you're just thrown in cold. You don't know. Yeah. It, could, it could be anyone. No idea. Yeah, and like let's just say like people who have been in the hidden cup before and gone deep. Players like Vivi, Dugao are not in this hidden cup. They did not qualify. No, no. So. The, it's a it's a great achievement to have made it this far, and he qualified without the second round, I believe. Um, 
so he's done really well and then we have Ganji a newer player he um, finally managed to qualify for the hidden cup yeah yeah so his first qualification um, beating Stark to get here um, then we have um, he lost to MBL and they had to go through second round but you know it's MBL guys yeah yeah <laughs> um, I mean, he, he did as well like in that qualifies beat Villainese yeah so yeah they lost to MBL beat Ozone and Survivalist I don't know much about it anyway but Villainese and, and Stark and, and your um, and your list of people defeated to get to the main draw is, you know, nothing to sneeze at. That definitely shows that he's he can do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a player to watch out for. Then we have Hart, player who's been around the Age of Empires scene for a long time. He's just up his tournament game, kind of, um, I guess, maturing as a player. He's a bit younger than some of the other um, veterans. Um, he um, got uh, he got beaten by Tato once again. No shame in that. It's Tato, um, and then very easily defeated Babaram. It was a very um, convincing four-one. Uh, Babaram was a, was the people's champion of the qualifying rounds because he was the only non-professional player. Oh, that's right. Yes. In the tournament. And he made it all the way to the second chance draw. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, not to be. But you know, France has a few other um, representatives. Then we have MBL. This guy was one of the favorites in Hidden Cup one and two, and he yeah. um, qualified directly in Hidden Cup four, and he had to go through the qualifiers, but he swept through. He's an, he yeah. is a um, Age of Empires legend, um, part of Aftermath with Leary. Uh, expect to see him uh, do very well in this tournament, you know, unless he draws Hera in the first <laughs> round. Yeah, exactly. The unfortunate for uh, if that happens. Just to say, he's a very good player. You would hope that he yeah make his way like, through. Like even if he drew Viper, you could go. Oh, maybe. But you yeah. know, Hira, I think is like almost a rock to his scissors in style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a very um very apt way of putting that. I think. Yeah. Um. And then we have newcomer Mihai O Six. Yeah. Um, player from Romania he's just come up through the um, professional ranks now and he's only just turned 20 last year um, total earnings of two and a half roughly two thousand six hundred dollars over his lifetime he had a very uh, very very interesting run-in um, to the uh, to qualify he uh, lost to Winchester 2-4. That was I watched that show match. It was very very close. Every match kind of went to 40 minutes almost, and oh, yeah, like yeah. full pop beating each other. So this was like an epic battle. Um, 
So four two like kind of complements Winchester, and it's still close. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he uh, swept Sobek, um, and Sobek looked impressive in the rounds so far. So he's a player that can do quite well, I think. Um, no, I you saw... can s he likes to make games go long. Yeah, I saw a few of the the early games in the qualifier. I saw him play Overtaken. I think I saw a few of the Margogo ones, but yeah, no, he definitely, um, Mihai definitely seemed, say, quite an aggressive player, quite a, a player that, that made sure things happened. Other than, I yeah. think it was the Overtaken one, he played, he might have played Gold Rush the first map, yeah. and he was quite passive, and Overtaken sort of just rolled through him, um, but yeah. after that, it seemed to, to wake Mihai up, and he definitely... Yeah, stepped up and, and showed that he's he's a very good player. So I'm quite looking forward to seeing him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up we have Sebastian 2002 from Uruguay. Um, the uh, another new first timer. We just gotta love it to see so many first timers yeah, join yeah. the Hidden Cup. They, um he had a great uh, run into the tournament before he lost 3-0 to freaking Andy. Um, sorry, not he didn't, sorry, he no. qualified directly. He didn't go to a second chance. He swept. He didn't lose a single match in the qualifier. No, not he went all the way through undefeated. So he is one to watch out for. Um, I didn't catch any of his games, so I don't know what his style is, but, you know, the results kind of speak for itself. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely um, shown that, that he has, has uh, you say he didn't lose a game in the qualifiers, you just can't say much more than that, but that shows he has, has class, and that yeah. he's also informed, so he could be someone to look out for, it could be someone that could actually spoil a few things and, you know, you might see him through to quarterfinal or even potentially semi-final if he gets a very lucky run. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next player, I did watch a couple of his matches, uh, Sito, I didn't know much about him before. Um, watching him in the qualifiers, um, he's had a lo reasonably long career, actually, approximate yeah. career winnings of 30,000, which in the Age of Empires, that's a lot yeah, for yeah. a player who's not named uh, Viper or Hera. Yeah. And he uh, swept through his um, qualifiers. He also had a very interesting match against Sobek. All the games went to 40 minutes plus. But he won 4-1. What really impressed me about him is he seemed to never lose his cool. There was always a plan and a thought around what he was trying to do. He, yeah. when, you're, when the opponents would get momentum, he would just do something annoying and then start raiding. And like, he just never let his opponents feel comfortable. And he right. would patiently uh, win out games, like just take his time and be cool, but also keep the tempo. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I was quite impressed with him. I think uh, he could be a hidden, uh, uh, he could be in the Hidden Cup, uh, I think, quite effective. Um, yeah. I would not be surprised if he went far and actually took a few scalps. I mean, 
I'm not saying Vera, uh, Hera or even the Viper, but yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Yo, Leary, the players he can beat, I think, is at current level that he's playing at. Yeah, yeah, very possible. Um, next up, we have Tato, another veteran of this game, a man who has made over a hundred, nearly two hundred thousand dollars in career yeah. lifetime earnings. So, upper pro, he's obviously swept his way through. He only lost the one match in the qualifiers. Yeah. Um, and he swept Hart, who's once again a player who's really, really good, as we mentioned. Mm. Uh, so, like, what else can we say? He's been teammates with Jordan Viper, Jordan, and Doubt for so long. Yeah. that they and he's part of gamer legion so you know he's good yeah he's very good uh, yeah and finally we have vinchester from mm. russia he um he is uh, another player who is a long time pro he uh, has um, over six over sixty thousand dollars in career earnings. Um, he managed to uh, get uh, um, almost come through the uh, through unscathed through qualifying, but he dropped two matches against Mihai. But like I said, that match against Mihai was very very close. Um, but Winchester kind of just showed his experience yeah, yeah. Uh, to win out those games, and and obviously he uh, built the Winchester Bozeman Rush, which uh, <laughs> using towers and walls in uh, arena. arena yeah. But there is no arena here. But looking a guy who does tricky attacking stuff on a map which has walls. It might be Winchester. Yeah, exactly. Okay, he's he's um, definitely someone that has a, a, a semi-unique style. So. Yeah, yeah. I think Winchester and Doubt are players we're going to know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Players like Hera and Viper, assuming they make it to the later on, that's where it'll become more obvious Yeah. whom they are. The only thing. I think Mr. Yo has a very, very um, distinct style as well. Yeah. Should be very easy to catch. But if you see the great micro, it's probably Hera or Viper yeah. or Leary. The thing is that occasionally, especially I think uh, Viper and a little bit Hera as well, do like to try and mimic others' playstyle early on to try and throw off people. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of those two only players good enough to do that though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say. Mr. Yo I think Mr. Yo is probably good enough to do it, but Mr. Yo sort of doesn't care that he just plays his style and does yeah. that's what he wants. He plays the way that is good and lets him win because yeah. he runs a lot. He's won a lot. I think also he really enjoys the way he plays, so he just doesn't worry about playing anything else and just say, like, Yeah, whatever, I'll I'll just win thanks. Yeah, I I think we can say we know that um, Hera is obviously the favorite. The, yeah. uh, Viper is the people's champion yeah. and Doubt is our lord and savior. Yeah, so yeah. those are the players you need to watch out for. Yeah, I would, unless because they hit each other, I think those three should be 
semi-finals or maybe Mystio well, as well. Like those would be yeah. your, your standard ones to think they should make there. So a little bit depends on who they meet um, going along, but yeah. If you're going to want to put any money down not knowing the order of the, the games, those would be the four that you'd be saying that'll be the semi-finals. Yeah. I concur. Um, like, doubt if, unless he faces a Vera or a Viper, who's, and Mr. Yo, who I think are ahead of him, yeah. he's good enough to beat all the other players. Yeah. Um, the only good I've... enough, actually, to beat yeah. the, all the other players. I think, yeah, the other, the, well, definitely Jordan and, and Larry are the other invited ones. Would be a yeah. close match with Doubt. I, I know ACCM's actually really good, but. I always feel, out of those seven, I feel like he's the, the weakest of the invited. Yeah, like Bact would have been ahead of him if he could have played. Yeah, in fact, that, I think that just shows, yeah. Just if you think Bact, like, yeah, Bact's a bit more closer to the others, and that would feel a bit more, 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 uh, right sort of way. Like, ACCM. Yeah, I would I don't be want surprised if ACCM. Yeah, I would be surprised if ACCM lost to any of the qualified players other than MBL. Yeah, maybe Tato, Winchester. Yeah. yeah, but the rest. So yeah, MBL is I feel is the the strongest out of those qualified. Tato and Winchester yeah. have got the experience of it. Um, yeah. yeah. Barrels is such as a veteran and the rest are like newbies they're here to make their marks so think, we'll see what they're about yeah. i think hart played the last cup as well didn't he or was it no maybe he was in the qualifiers no, he, didn't make the... he was in the qualifiers i yeah. believe he's not that might be where yeah. i saw him i've never seen him play but yeah so i think yeah it'll be a good good series to a good tournament though it always is it's always fun and it's always worth getting into a live match and, and and watching it through because dear god it gets gets crazy yeah yeah absolutely um but yeah definitely looking what i think that's going to be one of the one of the most interesting hidden cups we've ever had especially because we have so many new players um yeah. nobody i think can hold their uh take their places for granted even your people's champion viper is gettable in this tournament by someone other than hera yeah yeah no definitely so i think yeah potentially as you said earlier i think only hera really is the only one that sort of should yeah not be worried everybody else that first round matchup could and be a problem even, uh, maybe I overstate when I say he's head and shoulders above. Like, if to use a football metaphor, he might got a, he might have a four point lead at the top of the table. But you know, yeah. the season's yet to start, yeah. and I that's think, a lead that can be overcome. I think with Hero, in terms of the ability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, I think the moment with Hero is just how well he's playing makes it. Yes. it he's just playing so well that it's just hard to see him lose and it's like you know you compare him to the viper it was like the viper four or five years ago where the same thing where the reason why everybody loves the viper is because there was a period there where it's just didn't seem like he could lose the game he could do what he wanted and he'd win the game sometimes just yeah. by his 
mere name alone, but um, at the moment it feels like Hera's like that. That it's, you know, yeah. Hera's just in such a good vein of form, he just is playing really well. Um, and he's just winning everything. And it's hard not this, at the moment to see that stopping, so you have to sort of back him. And, uh, and the thing is yeah, that he yeah. seems to have everybody's seems to have a strategy for whoever he's playing. So it will be interesting to see uh, the Sid Cup. And I know he's been in several, you know, been in him cups before, but just the fact that he won't know who he's playing yeah. could could upset his style and upset his flow. Especially if someone does try to to psych him out by playing a, a style with someone else and seeing whether you know the first couple of games and see whether that can can throw him off off his, his, his stride. I mean, you have to sort of try and work out who you don't know who you're playing either, so it makes it hard to work it out. But yeah, know, I could see potentially that sort of just throwing Hera off of it, and maybe that will give her an opportunity. But it's going to be a very, very. Uh, we all want the finals to be a rematch between Hera and the Hyper. Yeah, I know. And we want it to be an epic game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we'll see if we get that. I. These are the two best players, and like, okay, the Viper is probably the best player to have ever played Age of Empires. Yeah. Like at his peak, yeah, yeah. like Hira is entering his peak right now. He's a 24-year-old. He's, you know, this is not an excuse. Viper is like, you know, gamer, like esport players start going over their, you know, past their peak much earlier than other athletes because it's yeah. about uh, reflexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than keeping, like obviously, I'm sure Viper keeps fit. I know he still plays football. And like you know, he must keep himself fit in that way. And I think that you know, all these other players, doubt and Jordan, do uh, do their best to stay fit. But you know, reflexes are one thing yeah. that you just can't train for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. They're all professionals. Yeah, this is this is their living, so they will be doing yeah. it. But yeah, there there are some things that just go. And I know Viper. I think he's got over his his wrist problems he had a year back or yeah. so, a year and a half back. Um, so he seems to have got over that, but yeah. Age will catch up to all of them. say reflexes are such a, an important part of any eSport. Uh, but, you know, Age of Empires, you know, micro is, is, is a large bit. If you can do good micro, you're going to, to get away with it. And that's reflexes and that's quick hand movements with the mouse and, and good hot key control and if say if you're getting wrist problems and your uh, reactions are, are starting to slow that's going to be a problem against someone say like Kara who is at the top yeah. of that game and is, is really snapping at it I mean people like NBL doubt uh, you know are finding ways of, of being good without having to have that sort of um, great reflexes they're not as reliant on micro to get them through, they find other ways, um, and Viper's hitting that way yeah. as well. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's still when you're facing someone like Hero who's top of the micro and top of his game, yeah, it's hard to, hard to get around that. Yeah, I think it's one thing we should like 
looked like breathing. Four years ago, we had a 20-year-old Hira and we had a 28-year-old Viper. That's the closest we're going to see two really great players at their peak playing. And they did push each other to the limit. Yes. So... This is, I think, probably, like, there's going to be new players who come up and they're going to, you know, challenge Hera. And, yeah, the, I think for esports, that peak is probably between 25 and 28 in terms of your perfect reflexes and, you know, how well you've been able to train and get yourself knowledge and Yeah, that's probably very true. Yeah. And being creative after that. You make up for it a bit with in, against uh, players who are be younger than that with your experience and just being calm and poised and get you know just knowing the right thing to do at the right time uh, at the right time and then yeah, after yeah. that you're very reliant on other things um, anticipation and uh, overcoming the um, you know, your strategy and tactics versus you know, out microing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, because you're an eSport player, you will always have a certain level of reflexes. It's not going to go down as quickly as for people like you and me, for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. There's always going to be something there. Yeah. So, we'll... You know, we'll see how that plays out, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. That's um, going to be incredible. I highly encourage everyone to go in and watch from uh, Monday morning or Sunday, um, even uh, Sunday afternoon if you're in the States. And yeah, yeah shout out to T90. And we'll, I think that's all we have time for today. And yeah. look forward to seeing you next time. Catch you next time. Well, that is the end. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you liked what you heard, be even more. Find Six Four Two Discord and a buy me a coffee. Pretty sure it's buy me a beer. Oh yeah, buy me a beer on buymeacoffee.com. In both these places, you can talk to us, and we may even listen. Especially if you do buy a said beer or coffee, I might still be confused. Yes, we're easily bribed. All links are in the show notes below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This is on YouTube.